Welcome to the Barton's FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Uneducating America. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Thursday, June 29th in the year 2023. We are approaching the beginning of a long 4th of July weekend. And naturally, there's a lot of questions, I'm sure, of whether the world is going to end, and it might. So just so we'll start out that way. If it does, don't worry. You've got a Bible, and hopefully you've got some prep supplies. And you're all ready for the end of the world, which will be freeing in the end, because all the cabal people then will at least be exposed and will have the happy right to hunt them. When society collapses and the rules go out the door, there's many positive things that happen. Like, well, should I say it? Pedophiles become legal game. Anyway, that's... One of those things that just comes about with the collapse of society. So be ready. All right, Patriots. Well, speaking of being ready, I'll tell you one thing that is real, and this is pretty urgent. The USDA has let us know in a, in a warning that there are going to be food shortages hitting America very soon. Now, you can say, well, I don't believe the USDA, but I do in this particular case because we're dealing with America's breadbasket states and the number of crops that have been planted last year that won't be harvested. See, that's a problem. And some, some of that is bad soils, which are in horrendous shape. Some of that's weather. So some of that is the issues between fertilizer shortages. Some of that is dumb government policy, all sorts of good things like that. But that's going to mean higher food prices at the market. And when you have higher food prices at the market, that means people are going to be in bad shape. Food shortages are coming. The question is, are you prepared? Now, every family needs to have a packet, a source of emergency food. That's food that you can sit on the shelf for 20, 25 years and not have to worry about it. You know it's there. And you know that when you open it up 25 years later, those things just taste as good as they did the day they were born or created or packaged. That's why you want to look at My Patriot Supply. And how do you get there? You type in preparewithbards.com. Preparewithbards.com will lead you to one of the best places for emergency food for your family and all the all that you're going to need in the months ahead. And right now, especially for Fourth of July weekend, as we cruise right in there, they have a four-week emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply that contains an abundance of a delicious food for your family through all these tough times. And you're going to need to take advantage of this short offer as soon as you can. Now, I'll tell you, when it comes to survival, I would not want to be one that says, oops, I didn't prepare for my family. You want to do that. So head on over to Ameri- to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Check it out. It's one of those things that you need to have, and you're going to be rolling your eyes going, do I really? And the answer is yes, you do. And so j- check out all the different options they have, and you will be well set for your family. So check it out, preparewithbards.com. Get some emergency food supplies on hand. Know that these evil, psychopathic, pedophile cabal members want you to starve. And we are not going to let that happen. So preparewithbards.com is the way to be. Well, patriots, I'll tell you what. The breaking news for tonight, for today, was actually a little bit of a surprise for everybody. 
It was the aware the the ruling by the Supreme Court that just took affirmative action and they used it like a good piece of toilet paper and they flushed it right down the toilet. Megan Kelly's got something for us right here. What a day! This is historic. Thank God the Supreme Court has finally seen the light and has ruled that racism in college admissions is no longer allowed. The U.S. Supreme Court announces another blockbuster and, as I said, historic ruling. It is a six to three decision, and the high court, after decades of arguing over this, has finally ruled that it is unconstitutional to consider race in university admissions under the Equal Protection Clause of our Constitution. Chief Justice Roberts, writing for the majority, quote, eliminating racial discrimination means eliminating all of it. And he goes on from there. All of it, not just a little bit of it, and not just not the leftist style, which makes more race. I'll tell you, for the white people in the leftist movement, you are the most racist people on the face of this planet. And you are, because you believe in division. You you talk down to everybody like they're some subordinate slave. And you do that even to your own white people. You people are disgusting, really. I don't know where you learned that. Probably learned it at university. You don't have any manners. You need to get some Jesus, too. I'll tell you that right now. We can provide that. Come to Bard's FM channel. We will bring you to Jesus, and your life will change. And that transgender nonsense you think you're following, well, that'll be right out the window. But anyway, Patriots, tonight we are really going to look at the dumbing down of America and what that honestly means and where it leads. I want to kick this off tonight with a great piece uh, by Greg Reese, and this kind of gives you an overview of the two-party system and what it took to get us there. So take a listen. After seven years of violent revolution, our American founders were well aware that political factions were most often used to divide and conquer the people. And they knew that the republic they created would only last as long as the people could remain educated. In 1816, Thomas Jefferson wrote, if a nation expects to be ignorant and free in a state of civilization, it expects what never was and never will be. By the end of the Civil War, the two-party system became the norm. The globalist system we face today was born. And the deliberate dumbing down of the American citizen began with our great-great-grandparents. In the late 1800s, the Skinner-Pavlovian method was brought into American schools by Johns Hopkins. These psychological methods allowed teachers the ability to program students' behavior in the same way that Pavlov did with dogs. In 1934, the Carnegie International Endowment for Peace published the Report on the Commission on Social Studies, which explicitly stated the goal of eventually taking away people's land and noted that most people would obviously oppose this. The solution was to begin using the school system to recondition the minds of children. In 1976, the bicentennial year of the Declaration of Independence, 124 congressmen signed the Declaration of Interdependence, which stated that two centuries ago, our forefathers brought forth a new nation. Now we must join with others to bring forth a new world order. 
and it pledged to give children special attention in distributing a common education to suit their goals. By the 1990s, this globalist dumbing down system was perfected and America began exporting it worldwide in what is known as outcome-based education. Starting in 2010, Common Core began in the United States. It outlined what students were expected to know at each grade level and enforced ways to assess those standards. Charlotte Iserby, author of The Deliberate Dumbing Down of America, has traced most of this agenda stemming from the order of skull and bones at Yale through both Republicans and Democrats two wings of the same globalist bird, which understood that dumbed down people have a base desire for a simple dualistic choice. In 1953, the Rockefeller Foundation funded the Robber's Cave Experiment, wherein 11-year-old boys who thought they were signing up for summer camp were organized into two separate tribes and were manipulated into fighting each other which was easily accomplished by having a single resource that the two groups competed for. The Henry Tajfel experiments of the 1970s showed that by simply dividing people into two groups, they would naturally identify with their own group and discriminate against the other. The basic ego mind is constantly making preferences. No matter how dumb you are, you have an opinion about everything. And if you can keep the population dumb enough and give them two parties to choose from, they will innately identify with one and despise the other. This allows the globalist system the cover they need to implement unpopular policies, such as a central bank digital currency, while we the people ignorantly fight each other. United we stand, divided we fall, and we've been falling for it for generations. The American people have been so thoroughly dumbed down that we think freedom is the ability to choose between two parties working for the same control system. And we have been made so weak that we are afraid to even discuss the option of violence, which is most often the only remedy for tyranny. But if we were an enlightened people, we could simply unite together as one and just say no to the tyrants. The answer to 1984 is 1776. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. And there you have it, patriots. A very good assessment of the current situation that we are in. We are dealing with a highly uneducated and intentionally dumbed down public. And part of the Great Awakening has been to raise up the awareness, consciousness, and intellect of the population by getting them to use that gray matter between the ears once again for something other than a butt pillow. The object of that whole story was don't be dumb. And I don't mean that lightly. They are setting baits and traps around everywhere, and everything is based on a bipolar response. They want you to think in terms of one, two, one, and zero, black and white, always extremes. They want you to listen to Republicans on the Hill and believe that there's actually going to be change if you follow the Republicans and there's going to be evil if you follow Democrats. Anybody that believes that, I've said this many times, I have a great piece of rainforest land down in the middle of Tucson. I mean, seriously, this is the retardedness of, of the public that they actually are putting faith in a political system that is broken that is the, its, its own tyranny. 
and believing that by using a broken and corrupted electric election process, we will affect change and elect the right president. Patriots, sleep is one of those things we have to maintain. And unfortunately, in these environments with so much anxiety and crazy chaos that's going on, sleep is often hard to get. Here's some interesting statistics for you. 90% of customers who report better sleep use CBD. Get this, 81% of people that have anxiety and feel a reduction in stress and anxiety using CBD. And if you're suffering from pain and exercise, 80% of the people that use CBD report less pain. So the best place to get this is cbdistillery.com. They have an unbelievable range of products. These products are all 100% pure in natural ingredients. They're created with American-grown industrial hemp, and they're just packed with body-healing plant compounds and vital nutrients that you need to keep your body strong and healthy. And with over 2 million customers, satisfied customers, as a testimony unto itself. These are even recommended by Dr. Kevin Frey from the Mayo Clinic, who's trained as an internist, an internist, preventative health specialist. So head on over to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Use your BARDS code, B-A-R-D-S, and get 20% off. You will not be disappointed. Trust me. These are things that everyone needs to have in their medical cabinet, especially as we're trying to break away from this insanity of the pharmacia and the pharmaceutical-based industry that's always making us sick. So start using some of these CBD products. So go to cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and get 20% off. It's one of the best decisions you can make today. Again, cbdistillery.com, cbdistillery.com, promo code BARDS. Our Constitution is one thing. The Declaration of Independence is the founding document of this nation. If you listen to a lot of the intellect of the left, they will tell you that that document is not really part of our founding documents because it wasn't approved by the first Congress, when in fact it was part of the original Continental Congress of the nation. That founding document explicitly gave us a right that very few, if any, nations have ever had, and that is to, we have the right and the duty to throw off tyranny. But the problem is people can't see tyranny anymore. Because they have become dumbed down to such a degree that the tyranny which controls them is the tyranny which feeds them, which is the tyranny they become dependent upon. Even when we get into Scripture and we look at what goes on in, in the churches, you have to shake your head and ask yourself, how did we get here? The greatest threat to the world has always been, to this globalist power, have always been Christians, though I would argue that's probably not so much the case today. But I'm going to make this case in a different way tonight, and I want you to hear this piece about Project Bluebeam, and then I'm going to come back to what I just said. The Bluebeam project marks the beginning of total population control. This delusional project aims to stage a large-scale fake extraterrestrial invasion worldwide, with UFOs visible in the sky, and to introduce a fake god to save humanity from this invasion. They would employ highly realistic secret military technology, and they have recently conducted tests. The result is crazy. The ultimate goal would be to eradicate all religions and establish a single unified religion, thereby achieving complete control over the population through fear. This project, combined with the HARP project, would enable the manifestation of a religious figure capable of causing earthquakes, storms, and natural disasters to more strongly modify the belief systems of the masses. Remember in Spider-Man Far From Home when they used holograms to portray Mysterio as a hero? Now recall this phrase. In the movie, 
will tell them the truth, and in reality, will lie to them. Tell me your opinion on this and remember that if aliens ever invade us, don't believe it. Yeah, it might be a good idea, but a lot of people will. Here's the thing, and you have to look at the, the outcomes and the intentions of these projects. Why is it so important for them to make a one-world religion? Because they know that the one religion that threatens them the most is Christianity. So for all those non-believers out there, and people are like, God is not real, Jesus is just a story, he's just a man, Bible is just a book of narratives, think again. You have a global effort going on to manipulate humanity into a singular belief system and those that lack the strength and faith, and there will be many Christians that will follow this path. Mark my word, because their faith is shallow, weak, and inappropriately set, and the churches have failed in preparing people for the war that we're currently in. Christians, uh, Christians, in fact, and I'm going to say this and it's going to offend some people, but I'm sorry, Christians, in fact, can be some of the dumbest people I've ever met. And they're dumb because they become so rigid in their thinking that they don't want to look at the world and see it as it is. One of the reasons Project Bluebeam will be effective if they roll it out is because so many churches and so many Christians have bought into the, the narrative that we are in the end of times. It's revelation. And so they have accepted death and an outcome through it rather than standing up and fighting for where we need to be right now. All of this is by design. All of this is intended to lead people into a trap so they will willfully accept tyranny and subjugation to the tyranny as slaves. And that can only happen when you rip away the intellect of a country. And it's, it's the fact. I mean, listen to, if you go back to last night, if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to the interview with Dr. Lee Merritt. And near the end of the interview, she talks about fluoridation. Fluoridation has a very important role in dumbing down a nation. Fluoridation pacifies the aggressive, and it also reduces the cognitive capacity of people. It reduces your IQ, your intellect. They have been fluoridating this country for years. 94.2% of the people on the globe that are fluoride and are exposed to fluoride and constantly consume fluoride live in the United States. Let me say that again. 94% of the people on the globe that are fluoridated, exposed to fluoride and constantly using fluoride, live in the United States. And yet the world is looking to the United States to lead, and they're wondering why the United States has become such a passive, passive country. Why is it that people ask, why is it you are so well armed and you do nothing with the tyranny that's around you? Why is it that you're so well-armed that you're allowing your children to be mutilated in surgeries and really truly believe as a culture that somehow gender is a choice or worse, are even allowing it to happen? Fluoride is a big piece. The education system is a big piece. This entire culture that is built around materialism rather than thinking and about doing and creating is what we've become. We've become an industry based on service, not production. Look, there's another statistic for you. Our, in, our jobs have been exported overseas to where real work is being done over there. We become what they call an IP country where we could generate the ideas and have someone else do the labor to make it for them. But in the meantime, we've got a whole bunch of people out here that all they can get excited about is going to Walmart and finding the latest deal. And if you doubt that, just go through the search on Google anywhere and look at the pictures of Walmart and look at the quality of customer that consumes Walmart on a daily basis. As much as that may make you laugh, that is a representation of America. That is a cross-section of America that actually has a right to vote, and it should scare the hell out of everybody.
We have arrived at a point where education is so effective that those that go to public school and that graduate from high school have less of of an acumen towards education and reading ability than my grandmother did at a third grade level. Think about that. And people ask, well, what's the problem with education? I'll tell you the problem with education. It begins with teachers, every damn one of them. Because what they start with, they don't become. They ultimately end up with concern for one thing, their damn PERS and their retirement accounts, and that's all they care about. And they don't stand up for what is right, and they don't resist the system because they know if they do, they'll lose their job and they'll lose their retirement. But when it comes to doing something wrong, don't worry. The unions are there to protect you. Even if you rape a child, beat a child, or, or do something horrific to a child, the unions will defend you. That's the truth. The other part of education that's a problem is there's no longer Bible or any sort of scriptural anything taught in, in schools. So people aren't allowed to be taught morals and ethics and the things that make the brain work. And it's, then they rolled in Common Core. And Common Core is a is a early program to prepare people in a way that MK Ultra does. Common Core does one common thing. It makes truth plural. That's part of the postmodern and post-postmodern movement. And that's right out of the Marxist agenda. Once you pluralize truth, you start to lose the capacity of people to think. And that's what they've done. Once you do that, then you introduce critical race theory, which is exactly what they've done. And critical race theory now gives you guilt or anger for being one race or the other. If you're white, you're guilty. If you're black, you're angry. Pretty simple. And you start pitting them against each other. Teachers then, once again, succumb to the mightiness of their great role of being the executors of the 1984 agenda by Orson Well or Orwell. And they become the executors of the tyranny and the public schools. Tyranny is, lit, is created and taught by our teachers. So as they perpetuate the common core model, which creates dumb subjects, then they introduce critical race theory in sort of noble way or worse, I have to do it because I'm told sort of thing. Then what they're doing is they're introducing hatred and it it seeds deep in an early early and fragile mind. And then you see things like violence on, on, on schools and you see violence on the streets. And teachers are going to be the ones that are be like, not me, didn't have anything to do with it. I didn't do it. All I did was follow the rules. I'm telling you, teachers, I've put teachers with the same doctors that are chopping up kids for gender surgery. Every one of them needs to be lined up and probably strapped with a rope around their neck and hung because the damage they're doing is going to last for generations. And this is a very real issue. And then you introduce queer theory. Queer theory is the best because now what you do is as you've confused a child for how to think, you've made a child feel guilty for who they are. Now you introduce an alternate ID, an alternate entity, a a persona. That's exactly what MKUltra does. And the child then chooses to be something other. I want to be a girl. I want to be a, I want to act like a cat because they're guilty and have been told to be guilty of who they are. And they're too dumb at this point to figure out that what's happening is the teachers are using them as a social experiment and producing people that will only feed tyranny in the future. Teachers are the problem. They are the core of the problem. And at this point in time, anybody that is still a teacher, you have blood on your hands. You've had three years, if you would take Trump's time, seven years to make a decision to either stand up for what's right and be fired 
or get out of the profession or go to private schools. If you are in the public school system as a teacher and you're teaching any of these things, you are a criminal. And I'll tell you, it's a good thing I don't do judgment because I'd send your butt straight to the lake of fire. You are doing harm to the little ones, all of you that are teachers. And you know it. You don't want to face it. You're going to defend it. You're going to, I'm going to hear so many things. People go like, no, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. If you're in the public school system, you're part of the problem. You're a cog in the wheel of destruction. And it's not one, it takes a movement for people to do it. And we just haven't seen anybody with the strength to stand up to the system. So we have casualties rolling out in the thousands of, in our youth. Fortunately, there's a great movement in homeschooling that is raising up. Fortunately, there is a great movement in homeschooling to pull people out of the public school system. And fortunately, those kids will be saved if they're following a path that's away from the public schools. But the public schools is cancer. And so we have created an entire generation, and it's getting worse. We've done this generation after generation. I'm one of, I can tell you that my college experience, I was absolutely fortunate, lucky in many ways. That would be God's hand that did it. Because if you want to find out where the real acrid teaching gets to the final finished product of screwing you up for life, go to any university, especially today. The teachings of hatred, the teaching of racial division, the teachings of gender theory, all this nonsense is now mainstreamed into everything in college. And they're doing it to finalize their, their subjects, their MK Ultra subjects that will take in positions like human resources and lead engineers and politicians and lawyers, all the people that control the shape of society. They're coming out of the university system, which is nothing more than an incubator for slaves, mind slaves. But they're a little bit better than that because they think they're smart. Do you know that the entire COVID con process was perpetuated by what the class that we call the intellectual elite? Every one of those people had masters and PhDs. The reason that COVID con was able to perpetuate and the reason that shots were able to be put out there with the Fochis was because of the class of people that had masters and PhDs. It's a proven fact. This is where we are as a nation. The value of doing hand skills, the value of doing trades, those things, parents still struggle with it. And then parents get wrapped up in the same problem because they're like, well, what will my child do? What will my child do? And they need to get a job. They need to get a degree. No, they don't need to get a degree. They need to get a skill. That's what's going to make the difference in the world. So we've arrived at a point in, this, in our world where we are literally facing a crisis in America, and it's intelligence. Not intelligence like we gather and collect and analyze. It's intelligence as far as the ability to cognitively function. And that's a place where we have a major problem because we have been working a system over and over. It's been perpetuated to such a degree that now we arrive at places where things are happening and people literally can't think their way out of it. Now, I'm going to give you an ex two examples here, and these are not critical to anybody doing this, but I want you to see just how difficult it is to get to the core of problems and how much we're being manipulated on one subject. This smoke that's in the air over Chicago and the Northeast. Everyone's kind of going along. You hear it's smoke. You hear it's something else. I want you to hear two reports. We're going to do two reports back to back. And I want you to hear these are people, citizen journalists that are reporting this. Look at the difference in how they're reporting it. And then we're going to talk about this and what this means and the overall understanding of things in our world. TikTok, I'm nobody trying to reach somebody. So listen, I was watching some other TikTokers and do your due diligence. I promise you, you need to share the crap out of this for everybody. 
there's a gigantic catastrophic gas line or gas break in the Chicago area. It's a hazmat two situation, and that's what we're seeing across our our states. And there's a lot of people showing stuff on air quality, like up in Quebec. They don't have a problem with air quality up there right now, other than some few different parts. But this is what's going on. This has nothing to do with the, the wildfires in Quebec. Go check it out for yourself. Google Chicago gas line break. We're inhaling gas fumes. That's why it smells funny. It's chemical-based, and there's something going on. It's giving people headaches. It's causing burning sensations. So, I mean, it, it's, it's completely insane. So, do yourself a favor. Share this with everybody. Because everybody needs to know what's happening. This ain't nothing to do with wildfires, man. People who are told that, you're just ignorant. Plain ignorant. Stop being told people. Go do your research yourself and find out what's going on. Pay attention to other TikTokers. People reporting this stuff. This is why they want TikTok banned in America. Because people keep reporting things instantly. And it's getting across to hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people as fast. And the government can't shut it down. That's why they're trying to push for TikTok to be banned. Now, I agree that TikTok shouldn't be in any government facilities. But then again, that's why they want it there. Maybe I do want TikTok there. Either way, you're being lied to right now. This ain't nothing to do with smoke. This doesn't smell like a campfire. You ever smelt something burn from, a, from woods? It doesn't smell like chemical. Do yourself a favor. Share this with everybody. And share it now. All right, so interesting report. Obviously a little bit emotional. And he was uh, kind of wrapped up in his uh, little rant about TikTok and so forth, whatever. But he makes some interesting points. He got his search apparently from Google. Now, I'm not knocking him, but I'm just making a point here. He said, go Google gas fire. Okay, now I want you to hear this report, same, same report, same topic, completely different story. Listen to this. Angry beekeeper here. You guys know you're breathing poison right now, right? I walked out of my house this morning and I smelt burning plastic. So I got on the Google right away and I looked, where is this plastic fire? Well, there was no gigantic plastic fire. What we are smelling is the smoke from Northern Ontario and Northern Quebec, the forest fires. Now, what is happening? That wood smoke is going up into the atmosphere and it's mixing with water. Ultraviolet radiation from the sun is causing chemical processes to turn it into formaldehyde and benzene. Yes, I said formaldehyde. We all know what they use that for. And benzene causes cancer at four parts per billion. I typically like to make TikToks and spread love and joy and prance around and talk about bees and all things good, but I'm sorry guys, this TikTok is not about that. The best we can do is stay in our homes with the windows shut, run your air conditioners. That's all I got, guys. I've got more, don't worry. So here's the deal. We've got two reports on the topic. One, Both of them are trying to interpret in an event. Got it. One is pretty emotional. The other is trying to use science that he's got of what's happening. I'm not, I'm not going to make a judgment on either one of whether they're right or wrong. Both of those reports should stimulate questions, should drive people to research, should drive people to go do science, like real science, not Fochi science. Who's doing the air sampling, air quality issues? 
There's all sorts of tools available to do these things, but these are, uh, these are observation and, and, and emotional reports that we're getting. We don't have anybody doing empirical research on this right now, and we should be. But here's the problem. People aren't trained to do it anymore. In my time, we were, and you had to learn the empirical method. But people aren't trained. So they walk around, and they're like, mm, this feels bad. Oh, I'm, I'm, my, my throat is burning. Oh, my chest is burning. Now, how easy is that going to be for them to sell a new narrative? It will be super easy for a large amount of the people. They will simply say, this is a climate crisis. And once you put the word crisis on it, the brain triggers, all those little MK Ultra triggers that have been put in people's head for years, suddenly, what are they going to do? Mask up, lock up, and they're going to be locked down. Very easy. No one's looking at this thing in the long-term agenda. No one's talking about that. What's the bigger issue? The bigger issue is likely to create a migration. All of this is happening in the northern states. They're trying to force people out of, the, out of the rural areas. They're trying to force people into cities, and they're trying to force people into consolidated areas. My, my guess is using the new WHO rules and the new envi international environmental rules by the UN, they're setting the conditions to where they can start seizing land. They can start confiscating things forcefully because the land is polluted, because they polluted the air. And the other part of this, which is obvious or should be to every single person out here, is they're creating, they're putting chemicals by, as byproduct of these flames into the air that are causing, they're going to cause cancers, and that's a long-term benefit for the hospital, hospital in corporate complex that will treat you with life-destroying processes and ensure a continued decline of the, of the age of how old people live. All of this stuff is, is what should be in everybody's mind. We should be looking at these problems as a complex system and understanding that we are dealing with an enemy that's using complex systems to destroy us in many ways. But we're back to the bipolar thing. And we get there in simple solutions. It's this or that because our brains have been so dumbed down that people can't process beyond that. When you start to look at network maps and you start to look at influencing agents, you start to look at all the pieces of the puzzle, then you start to see a bigger picture of what the hand is involved. And that literally sometimes takes putting a, taking a wall and putting sticky notes all over it and start drawing using thread to connect dots. Those are processes to draw this out. But our education system doesn't teach that. Our education system teaches and reinforces an idea that there is an enemy or there's a good. There is something bad in your life or there's something good in your life. There's no in-between. And when we get to that way of thinking, we become so rigid that literally we cease to function as a dynamic entity within the world. And they know it, and that's how they stay in power. All they have to do is have one party say, I'm going to give you cell phones, and another party say, I'm going to deliver justice. You've just divided half the population. One side of the population is going, cell phones? Are they 6G? Are they going to be 6G enabled or just 5G enabled? Am I going to be able to watch my videos and do my meta work? And will it have the ability to support the new technology that'll be about meta and, and the inner interface of, of virtual reality? And all the politician has to do is say yes. And then you have the other side going, we're going to bring justice. We're going to bring justice to all this criminality. And people go, yes, I want that. And your society is divided. There's no substantive debate. There's no discussion. If you read through what's been discussed around Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s his issues about the vaccine, listen to these scientists talk to their constituents, which are the drone left primarily and the educated elite, and it's comments like this. 
This is ridiculous. We need to leave science to those that have the experience and the knowledge to be able to do the studies and understand the data so that we can bring the answers to you. And there's a whole bunch of people out here going, yes, yes, I agree. I must not think for myself. I must leave it to the experts to accomplish this. We have to break this paradigm. And the farther we go down this rabbit hole, the farther we go down this rabbit hole, the more you're going to have to really start using your cognitive processes to break past the bipolar paradigm. The bipolar paradigm is huge. There's so many pieces involved in this. And they're shaking the world, they're shaking the system, and they're trying to catch everybody off guard. All of these things that they're putting in play will stress everybody at one point or another. That's just the way it is. They're designed to. They're coming at everybody in an asymmetric method. Multiple vectors coming in and hitting you at once. And it's easy to get overwhelmed, and they love chaos because if they can keep chaos going, they, they, they can keep everybody off balance. And then let's not forget all of the nonsense that they feed in with AIs, their bots, and just outright lies that they pump into the media that become narratives. You know, one of our most known subjects in this entire movement is the Q, Q movement. All right, there is the Q as an operation, and there is Q as the movement. Q as an operation is is it has its function. You can, if you understand what it's doing, it's a psyop program on many levels, but it was a psyop designed to shake people from a sleeping slumber. Not everything in Q is is real. It's not intended to be. It's a it's like dealing with Cohen's in Zen. It's time to wake up the mind by forcing mind puzzles and things for people to work on and to stimulate the empirical process. That's the Q program. The Q movement, which I, half the time I'm calling it the Q-tard movement, they become rigid and it becomes a religion, that anything that's in Q becomes an answer. And they've ceased to think and do what started in the beginning. They become rigid. Their cognitive process have, processes have become calcified, and they're not adapting to the current environment. Our environment is highly adaptive. They know it, and it's highly dynamic, and the people creating this know it. And they also know something else. Most people don't have the ability to adapt to that situation and will, in the end, simply give up and say, I'll take the easy road. One thing I can assure you is that when you read Scripture from the lens of dynamic and chaotic and you understand what's there, you understand that we've been given the tools to be able to deal with a time like this, to be very adaptive to the situations and always know that the narrow path is going to be the most challenging of all. Because the father of lies is not going to do anything but unleash absolutely everything he's got to confuse the children of God and to lead them astray. And if you ever think that that was going to be anything else than what we're living through now, well, time to look around, smell the roses, and realize what's going on. Now, in, in a somewhat unique way, I'm going to bring this all to a close tonight with a piece from a Marine by the name of Valerie Johnson. Now, this woman... Does, says a lot of stuff in this next seven minutes. But I love what she says. And at the end of the day, it's always about the same thing. You got to wake up, you got to pay attention, and you got to be ready. Here we go. Oh, good morning. It's just me. Get my flag nice and pretty. So everybody who walks by my house understand that there's a Marine on this block. You know, that gives them the mindset of protection. There's, I'm a Marine here on this block. There's three of us that live on this street. Do you understand? And the neighbors around here appreciate us and love us and come talk to us all the time. That's why I love being in my neighborhood that I'm in. 
Yes. And so we don't have a black and white issue in America. No, we don't. We don't have a racism issue in America. No, we have a people and character issue in America. Yes, we do. And when it comes to diversity and all that stuff and inclusion, no, I'm not for diversity inclusion. Because no matter what you do, you're going to be kicking somebody out. And that's not what you do if you've been somewhere before where you've been treated so bad. Why you want to put the same harm on others? I don't get it, and I don't understand it. However, yesterday I put up a post about North Korea. And I got a lot of great, good comments. People who understood where we're at, that we need to be united, not divided. And yeah, I had some others come up and say, they know better than to mess with our military. I have a news report to tell you. Air Force, Navy, and Army's numbers are down really good. They so down right now that the Army's considering not having a fitness test. What does that tell you about us being fit and ready? Now, however, the Marine Corps, we're a force in readiness, baby. No matter what happens, we know that day's coming. We know that day, no matter how much you talk to us, how, how, no matter how much you decide not to thank people for their service, being a Marine, we know, we understand, and we also know what's coming. We know what's coming because it's time for this to happen. Never have you heard, long as you have lived, all of these places with nuclear. People say, oh yeah, well we know about all of that and we're gonna cover it. Um, I said nuclear, cyber security, cyber warfare coming at us threefold and we won't even begin talking about how AI is gonna mess up the elections coming. So you have to be a forward thinker not a thinker right now because you're so selfish that you think you live in a bubble, you're gonna always live in a matrix. At some time, even in a matrix, something gets popped and you must respond. But what are you gonna do when you're called? What are you gonna do when it's time for you to do something for your country? What are you going to do instead of sit there and be a keyboard warrior and talk about what's not gonna happen? And when it do happen, how are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you getting MREs? Are you stocking your house with water? Are you getting prepared to know your people who are around you, nearby you, and getting those folks ready for you to be with you if something comes down? Are you ready? Are you ready? Do you have a force of readiness inside of you? People complaining, people talking, people just yeah, 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 yeah. Don't understand, this is real. You don't believe me? Go on the dark web. Oh, that's right. Some of y'all don't know how to go on the dark web. You think Google's your answer? You think Yahoo's going to give it to you? You better get on the dark web where they at. You better get on the dark web where all countries who are not even supposed to be on online doing anything, Somalians, all types of countries are on the deep web and they are sharing what's going on. When are we going to wake the hell up. You know, my daddy was a preacher. Come on, Reverend Johnson. Say something. Well, I ain't gonna 
tell y'all no lie when I say there's a day coming. There's a day of reckoning that's coming to our land and to our earth. Yes, we are. All of the children that are being attacked with stuff instead of learning. Y'all trying to teach them how to meditate instead of reading. Oh, America's children are down on their education. Somebody here, Lord. Oh, I can bring it to you as a pastor now. Don't get me started. Let me tell you, we're in a day and we're in a time that you better keep your eyes open, keep your minds read, and know what's going on around you. Don't be in the matrix. Get on out. What pill you gonna take? The red pill or the blue pill. Somebody, somebody, can somebody give me an amen? That days are coming, the reckoning is coming, and you might be looking for Jesus on that cross, but you might not see it. Huh? Jesus did his job. He came on the cross, got nailed, crucified, y'all still want him to do something. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Be a force in readiness. Be ready to go towards something instead of run from it. What y'all gonna do? What you gonna do when that day comes? Huh? You'll be thankful there are veterans right now because that's who's gonna help save you. Veterans. Because we know what's coming. We know we've been prepared. We're ready. So why don't you give veterans the same respect sometime that veterans still give you? That's what I'm trying to find out. So may God love you, bless you, and praise you. But may we get ready for what's coming. Because cyber warfare, cybersecurity, war is coming. And if Oppenheimer was alive, to tell you, by the way, if you all don't know who he is, he is the one who created the nuclear bomb and said, now I have become death. This is the extension of that. And by the way, I love you all. Valerie Marine Johnson signing off. There you go. Valerie Marine Johnson hitting it hard, speaking some truth. All of that was on point. And it covered everything that we did tonight, from education to being ready to opening up your mind and being adaptive to what's to come. Don't get complacent. Keep your head on a swivel. This is a time they want to put you to sleep or overwhelm you with chaos. These peoples are masters of chaos, and chaos is their brand. The more that they can create chaos, the more that they figure that you will give up. Not time. Not the time. Never give in. All right, Patriots, lots ahead. It's going to be a crazy next few weeks, I'm sure, and months. I don't expect anything crazy to happen over the, over the weekend, though it might, but who knows. I think they're going to try to slow roll a lot of stuff. They're too afraid of the people that are awake. That's the truth. But nonetheless, you got to stay frosty. Don't get complacent. Spend this time to get yourself more ready. If you think you're ready, think again. Double down. That's the sort of thing we're talking about. Because it's not just about us. It's about those around us. And at the end of the day, when you have a neighborhood and people, things start to really fall apart, and for those that are doubting it, it's coming. 
Okay. It's coming. What form it takes, when it happens, how big of an explosion it is, I don't know. But when you've got people out here making policy, marching in the street, telling you they're going to come for your kids, and America's sitting by twiddling their thumbs going, oh, really? We got a problem. War is on the war drums are beating. Get your kit ready. Get yourself armed. And be focused and ready in the sword of the spirit and the sword of steel. Bible in one hand, gun in another, and we're going forward. It's that time. Let's pray. Father, come here today blessed and honored that we can always come here together using these platforms to assemble what is truly a mighty fellowship around the globe. And in this hour, Father, of so much chaos and turmoil, we're just going to pray right now for absolute strength in the hearts of the many, the hearts of the patriots and the hearts of the warriors in Christ. Father, this is not a time to be hesitant. It's a time to be bold. And so we're praying for that boldness in the heart to step up, to be heard, to be loud, to use truth as a leading weapon in all we do but to also remember the words of Jesus. Sell your cloak and buy a sword. This is not a time to play. Unfortunately, too many people have become pacified, both through the teachings of school and unfortunately before the teachings of a weak and feckless pulpit. But Father, we're praying for the revival of the warriors in Christ, a revival for those that are mighty, mighty in kingdom, meek in their ways, mighty with a sword and yet understand the temperance that's needed and mighty in the sword of the spirit. This, this balance is what creates the warrior of our time, and we need so many more. So, Father, those that are hear the call, let them stand to the line. Let them stand up and be bold. Let them be prepared for the hour in which we are at, because this is only going to get more intense as we go. The enemy is on the move because it doesn't believe that it can be stopped. And that's something that we'll have to teach the enemy in due time. So, Father, we thank you for these hours. We thank you for all that we have. We thank you for the blessings you continue to pour upon us. Guide all of those as they travel this weekend. Keep us in protection in your, in your blessings. And may the warrior heart continue to grow and the flame of righteousness get more intense. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. A lot ahead. A lot, to, a lot of unknowns that are coming at us. And it's the unknowns that keep people off base. You can't prepare for everything. So you've got to simplify your systems down to see what are the key areas that you are most vulnerable in and improve on those. And once you improve on those, shift and pivot to the things, other things you need. It's a constant process. It never ends, never will end. And it's a process of always getting better. That's part of our walk anyway. And most of most importantly, above all things, we're fighting a war that is spiritual first. Remember that. But it's an intense and real spiritual war. This isn't some passive pamby-mamby little fight we're doing in the spiritual realm. This is real. And it's, this is where the skills that are given to us and authorities provided to us by our scriptures are essential right now to refine and to become better at. Just as you practice, whether it's the sword or the bow or the rifle or the pistol, you need to equally be practicing and training in your areas of authorities that God has given us to use as the sons and daughters of the Most High. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, 
God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line.
This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.